0: All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Slaying the Sale. I am your host, Kyle Slaymaker, and of course, as always, we are brought to you today by the Slaymaker Method, my own shameless plug. Uh, We are here today with a very, very special guest, and I'm extremely excited about the governor himself, Martin Stone. For those only WWE fans, you will remember him as the one and only Danny Burch, former NXT Tag Champion. Martin, introduce yourself.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me on. Um, yeah, I am a, uh, I will be a 20-year traveling prof- professional wrestler next month. Wow. Um, I have had a very, very blessed career. I've traveled the world, uh, wrestled for the biggest wrestling company. And yeah, I had the, uh, maybe luck, I don't know, but I had the privilege and honor of being one half of the NXT tag team champions with only Logan, So yeah, it's
0: uh it's 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 been a ride. <laughs> so, Man, 20 years. I that's that's amazing, especially in, in that yeah, Thanks, I appreciate that. And I mean for those of you that are only WWE fans, you guys gotta also understand that Martin has wrestled for ICW, Shikara, so many TNA, so many awesome, awesome promotions. Um ICW is Will always be one of my favorite promotions out there. I, I, there's just something about yeah. that promotion.
1: Yeah, it was, yeah. that that well, that place was the Wild West. I tell you.
0: Oh, I can imagine. I
1: can <laughs> yeah, imagine. that place was the Wild West. Yeah.
0: And you were you were in NXT because I know you had to run with the Undisputed era. Um, yeah. So you would have been there when Austin or sorry Adam Cole was there. Yes. I still refer to him as my as his not or as as a normal name. <laughs> uh, so how did you get started in the business? So.
1: Like all of us, I've been a lifelong wrestling fan. I first watched uh, wrestling uh, back when our version of Cable, which was Sky TV, started to take off in England. So I was seven years old, if I remember rightly. And every Saturday, you would have uh, NWA slash WCW. That would start at 10 o'clock. That would go to 11. 11 o'clock, you had a wrestling challenge. And then at 12 o'clock, you had WWF superstars. So that was my introduction into wrestling, um, which was kind of cool from an early age because obviously I got to see like the work rate show and then obviously I got to see larger than life characters like Hulk Hogan, Sergeant Slaughter, Ultimate Warrior, The Undertaker, you know, so I, I got to see all of that. Um, I was, I remember watching uh, Survivor Series when Undertaker made his debut. So I remember sitting there as a kid watching that with my cousin. Um, yeah, so, you know, so just, again, and then I stopped watching around WrestleMania 9. Um, at that time, I, I was really involved in boxing and, and martial arts and stuff like that. But then, yeah, um, yeah, yeah I I've, I've boxed I I've bo- I pretty much from when I was five up until I was 17. So I boxed for a long, long time. Where I come from in London, you either put on a pair of uh, foot, football boots or you put on a pair of boxing gloves. <laughs> and considering I can't k- kick a ball for shit, I put on boxing gloves. Um <laughs> So, yeah, so I did that. And then um, it wasn't until, I can't remember the year. It might have been 2001. It was, I was watching Monday Night Raw with friends of mine. And I watched uh, Chris Benoit versus Eddie Guerrero oh. when the radical split. It was, yeah, it, it was when they split. And that match, I was watching that. And I was like, damn, I thought, I thought wrestling was fake. Um, they literally took me out of they suspended my belief for 12 minutes and it was one of the best it was one of the greatest things i'd seen at that time so i was just like man i think i want to do this uh yeah then searched high and low found a wrestling school i found uh drop kicks for a wrestling academy and i don't think i started training and i made my debut in 2003 and haven't looked back since yeah
0: thinking of the radicals breaking up
1: uh, wow oh yeah yeah, I mean, what a team, you know? Like, what an absolute team, just... was so that was Malenko? Like, uh, yeah, Malenko, Saturn, Benoit, ben Guerrero, Guerrero.
0: Guerrero. Yeah, oh man, talk about some heavyweights. Whew.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just a like, whole group of talent, just, you know,
0: <laughs> the complete workforces.
1: all of them, you know?
0: The very first show, I, a live show I was ever at would have been either the 96 or 97 great American bash in Baltimore. Oh, wow. Malenko wrestled. It was when they were doing the best of five series between Benoit and Booker T and they culminated. Yep. Eight-
1: yep. oh, yeah.
0: That is still the, the culmination of Benoit and Booker T is still to this day. One of my favorite. favorite yeah.
1: The, 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 there was not one bad match and each match was different. That's that's what i loved about that I feel like each match was different they didn't just like oh, okay well maybe we can do this or you know let's just do the same no every single match was different
0: i think it's really interesting how you you said you got the the best of both worlds because over here it was very at least in that time it was very in the middle of monday night wars it was always yeah either one or the other but i, I love yeah. how you appreciated that you got I mean, you had the NWA days going on too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. Like, I've, as, as a fan, I was never, oh, I'm only going to watch this. I watched, you know, I watched Nitro and I watched Raw because the way it was, uh, the way it was shot. But so, because obviously we we didn't get it live. I mean, we do now. Uh, well, I think they do. I haven't been home in years. I'm trying to think. I mean, the last time I was home was 2019 for about three days. Um, I, I did a show recently, but I wasn't home home. It was uh, up north mm-hmm. in England. But I was there for a day. But, like, yeah. So the last last time I did, I, I'd imagine maybe it might be live now. Um, but at the time, we would get Raw and SmackDown would be on a Friday night.
0: Oh, then, man.
1: Or, And then for me, Nitro and Thunder would be on a Saturday on Bravo. So I, you know, I, I, I never had to pick. So it was just, I got to watch all of it. And I, again, I, I, some, you know, you you read twitter and stuff like that and fans are like well i only watch this and this is the And i'm like yeah that's fine that's your opinion but wrestling for everyone you don't just have to watch one thing so i've always been that way
0: that's how i first got um exposed to you is is i was i mean i'd watch everything every everything that i possibly could and when i started discovering the the indie shows i mean the best wrestling on the planet is on the indie circuits I mean, I will fully, fully, wholeheartedly see it. Shakara, ICW, Ring of Honor. I mean, it's being in Central mm-hmm. PA because I know you were just here, just the other Yes. yes. Um, being right outside of Philly, or at least a short drive from Philly. Yeah. I mean, we had ECW, Ring of Honor, yes. down all the time. Shakara. Yeah. Oh, man. Shakara.
1: Yeah, I had the pleasure of working for Shakara in 2008.
0: Yeah. 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 You, um, that was the King of Trios tournament, if I Yes, remember.
1: yes, that was so much fun. Oh. That was so much fun. I'll, I'll never forget it. I'm standing in the ring, like the the guys that I was with. Like we all broke, we all broke in together, you know. So I'm there with like two, two of my best friends in wrestling. I remember just you know uh, watching um, uh, the NapTown Dragons like come out and stuff like that. And I remember I'm standing there lo- looking at the corner. And I'm nudge uh, I nudge Terry. And I'm like. That's where nine one one chokes on Tommy Dreamer
0: off the last of time. Yeah. Just
1: looking at the door and I'm like, shit, this is so surreal. <laughs> yeah,
0: I've I've been man, I've been to the ECW arena so many more times than I could even count. I was there for uh it was it was funny. So Tommy Dreamer used to do the House of Hardcore before he shut it down. Yes. And he'd do Friday night would be House of Hardcore, and then Saturday would be um Icons of wrestling, icons of wrestling is where I was able to meet Sting, Lawler, Scott. Oh wow! awesome um, But just the the history of that arena.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is, it's, it's, uh, yeah. And again, that was it was the, the that was the same thing for uh, doing the show in PA a few weeks ago. Like that building is historic. Oh, yeah,
0: the Hamburg yeah, Fieldhouse. You know, like,
1: that was where like the first Piper's Pit was filmed when he broke the coconut over Snooker's head hogan has been in that building. Andre's been in that building. Like Zabisco did the turn against Bruno Sammartino in that building. So it's just you know to get to you know to to get to work in places like that for me is is, is a real privilege. You know.
0: Yeah. See, that's that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on because when you have somebody that spends as much time in the, doing what you love as you, it, it's just a a true gift because in, in today's entrepreneurial world, people take it for granted. Mm-hmm. They, when you get to make money doing what you love and just yep. really having a blast, it's so important. Yeah. yeah. What's, sure. um, what's one of your favorite memories of your own work in the ring?
1: Uh, I, I mean, my favorite night would have to be the first tag match at Take TakeOver Chicago when it was myself and only against uh, Roddy and Kyle. Um, that night will, you know, that night made us. And to be able to turn a very, very pro UE crowd oh, to yeah. actually get behind us, to actually turn them to want to actually genuinely cheer us by the end of it. Is <laughs> you know, and then to get that reaction we did, that's something I will never ever forget. I still haven't watched that match back because I know I will rip my performance to pieces. So <laughs> I, I think about it. <laughs> yeah, because of because of how special that night was. And um, I just want to leave it alone. So
0: that's that's int- that, that's almost like I, I listen to grill and jr a lot jim ross's podcast and mm. that's he there's a few matches that, that he's called where he says I, I don't want to go back and and listen because he yeah. will do exactly what you did he'll just pick it apart yeah.
1: yeah i am my own worst critic i am my own worst critic like i will literally watch something everyone's like, oh my god that was scary and i was like no nope, i didn't do this right i should have done that i should have sold this way if i'd have done this instead the crap." yeah i'm literally my own worst critic so for real special stuff, when I was like, right, I know it was good. Leave it alone, <laughs> just leave it be.
0: That's there's uh, our entrepreneurs are notorious for that. I, I'm notorious for it. Hmm. If I get off of even if I close a huge deal, I'm just like, oh, I could have done better. I yeah. could have done yeah, this. Sure. Oh, yeah. I'm nuts. Um, so you've been in twenty years yep what's the secret to longevity because that for statistically speaking in that business that's a long long career
1: yeah so i mean i've, I've been i've been very lucky i mean all right, i have been you know i have had what one two three four i have had seven surgeries total in in my entire time um two acl surgeries i had a knee scope and then 2020 like 2021 and leading into 2022 was that that was the roughest time of my career. You know, I I had a grade six shoulder separation in the tag match against Cross and Balor. Um, Had to have surgery. They stripped us of the titles. Uh, I came back and then I got injured on a training show, broke my collarbone um, on the same side that I've just had the surgery on and then ran into every single complication you can think of. You know, it got infected. So then they had to take the plate out and what, and like scrub it out, and then put the plate back in. Another concern that the original procedure might have been compromised, so I couldn't do anything. Um, at that point in time, that was when I was taken off as being an active wrestler, and I was I, I was a coach. Um, then I got released in obviously the, the January of 2022. Um, and you know, I'll put it out there, just it, the 2022 was uh, was not a good year for me um, professionally. Just I was down and out. And I had no idea if I was ever going to compete again. Um, I got divorced, uh, lost lost my dogs, you know. I lost my house, so just you know, it was a real, real rough year. Um, I had to have a yet another surgery in 2022. That to end up taking a that to take a piece of, eventually to get this to heal, to get my shoulder to heal. I had to take a piece of my hip bone out and do a bone graft.
0: Oh man!
1: So yeah, I pretty much spent two years, realistically, not being able to do what i feel that i was been that what i was put on this planet to do so it was a very 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 tough year like mentally emotionally physically um but then finally getting cleared december of last year just you know ah, i must have cried for an hour <laughs> you know just oh, i'm sure you know, fine it was but not so much from a standpoint of oh you know i can wrestle again and stuff like that but i had been released and I mean, the company took great care of me. They paid for all my surgeries. They paid for all my rehab. Like they hundred percent took care of me. But I was, I couldn't let that company go because they were still around me. It was like I just wanted to move. I just, I want to move on. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. So I'm very, very grateful for what they did. But also, as well, just I was, it was a break. It was a like a massive sigh of relief because I could finally go right. I can, I can move on now. I'm not tied to you guys anymore. I'm I'm good. So
0: that's that's an interesting perspective because I mean you you always hear it's either one extreme or the other with with the the big guy in town. Uh, Yeah.
1: Again, I mean it was my. I mean this is the second time I've been released. So it's you know it's. But again, it was I was never angry at getting released. I was just angry at the fact that they let me go while I was injured, so I couldn't just move on straight away and, and start wrestling straight away. Ah, that what pissed me off. That's what pit. That's what that. That's what pissed me off the most. It was literally, you've, literally kicked me out the door, and I can't work. Yeah. So that's the that's, and it's not resentment. It was just like you know what, I busted my ass for four years. Maybe I was, you know, maybe it, you know. It, I mean, it is what it is. You know, it's it's one of those things. I'm. I don't resent the company. You know, I had a great four year run in a very special time that will never happen again for NXT. You are not going to get that much talent, and that many guys that love the, that just love the business that much. You are not going to get them all, all, one, all under one roster again. It's not going to happen. I, so,
0: I, very, I love, hearing you say time. That. I love, love hearing that you say that. Cause I've, I, I've talked to, I mean, I, through this podcast, through my time entrepreneurship and being a lifelong fan, i've I've mm. gotten I've been very privileged to talk to people like you, to talk to people like Ricardo and yeah, Nick, yeah, yeah, Austin. And I've I agree with you one hundred percent. That time in NXT was I mean, it was magic. It, uh, it was
1: magic. Yeah, you had so your, your first
0: was bray wyatt if i remember correctly that was your first nxt match yes yes it was before you and again
1: i mean and again that i mean it's a lot i reported for duty then so i originally got signed in 2010 um but i failed the medical in pittsburgh because i was working on a torn acl which i didn't realize i had so i had no idea i had a torn acl i did all the tests and stuff they went yeah we can't we can't take it because you need knee surgery i was like wait what they were like, "Yeah, you got uh, torn ACL, you got this, you got that." So I went home, and they were like, "Just get it fixed, and you can come, yeah, and, and you're good, and, and we'll pick pick up the contract again." So I got it. I had a nightmare trying to get it fixed because I had no issues with it. I had to go to the bottom of the list because I wasn't in it. There was no pain, there was no flight, there was no uh, range of motion issues or anything. So I literally went right to the bottom of the list, and it literally took a year to get it to get it fixed. Um, so I got it fixed and then, um, <laughs> so I sent them an email and was like, Hey, my knee's fixed. I'll be cleared in night. You know, I'm uh, I've got th- three, three months left of rehab and then I'm good to go. And then, uh, this was in the process of management changing over and they were like, yeah, we're not going to get, we're not going to keep you on. So yeah, thanks. Thanks for letting us know. So I was just like, oh, "The fuckers!" So, you know, then, then I was just like, why, you know, I had no issues with my knee. Why am I getting it fixed? But then luckily, I'll get a phone call maybe two days later from um, Mr. Regal. And he's like, hey, come down to these TV tapings in Sheffield. So this was November 2011. They're like, come down. We'll have the doc check you over first. He said, and then we'll make the decision. if like. And then, you know, everything was good. And then, yeah, I reported for duty in 2012, in June 3rd of 2012. And then four weeks later, I blow the same knee out that I just had fixed. Because the wonderful doctors in the NHS uh, put the graft in wrong. <laughs> oh,
0: so, really?
1: Yeah. So, and, and again, my first run it just didn't work out. I wasn't mature enough uh, career wise, or I, I just wasn't mature. Like I just had, I wasn't mature enough to be able to. I, I, it, it just didn't work out, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. My yeah, my first match was Bray Wyatt. Um, I mean, the only match that I did that kind of stood out a little bit was me and Mason Ryan, but again, all my matches on t v was four minutes yeah you know just just got squashed out in you know well, not squashed out uh i i was du i I was literally just enhancement talent, so yeah that was that when I got let go and again, i wasn't angry or anything just you know the the p c at that time was a very very different place um so it was more
0: relief that would have been. Was that the Bill DeMott days? Yes. Say oh, um, no more.
1: <laughs> again, and I'm not I'm not going to rag on him. Um, he is, you know, I feel that no no parent should ever outlive their, their kids. Yeah. Um, but all I'll say about that is some people uh, thrive with power. Some people abuse it. That's all I'm going to say about that. So it was a very, very different place. And when I was let go... In all honesty, I was trying not to jump up and down and, and do cartwheels and somersaults because it was it was miserable, and it was. So yeah, so I got uh, yeah, so I go back and then basically I, I went home. Uh, I've met my now ex wife at that point in time, like literally just before I let go. So we did long distance, and then yeah, and then I moved back. I moved back. I moved back to Orlando in December of 2014, and then yeah, been there ever since. And then you know did the road to you know I, I would watch those shows. You know I think the first. NXT show I watched after getting released uh, ended up being Sami Zayn and Shinsuke at that takeover, and I watched that. And then, of course, in, I'm like, "What happened to NXT?" Because it was not like obviously it wasn't what it was no. when I was there. It wasn't like that at all, you know. Like we 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 were filming at Full cell and like names were start starting to trickle in, but nothing like what it was the, when I was first there. So I saw that, and I was like, "Man, I've got to get back." So I literally did whatever, whatever I could to get back, and luckily I got the chance to 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 go back. So
0: see, that's that's amazing. Like that's that's what I like to hear. Like you, you had that adversity. You knew where you wanted to be at that time. You did what you had to do to get there. Yeah,
1: you got there. And that's the thing. I could be really bitter. Yeah, like, and you know they fucking let me go twice. They, you know, and again, I mean, I, I you know I have my frustrations with that place. I I do genuinely feel that that takeover match. I genuinely feel they didn't expect me and only to get over the way we did. And then I genuinely feel they were like, okay, what do we do with them? Because realistically, after that take up, we didn't really do anything. It was we were the guys that would get the next team ready to challenge the tag champions. That that's what our, our role was.
0: I think, I think NXT really, really came into their own when Hunter was get being able to get much more freedom. Oh yeah. Do his thing. Because I, I remember, there, I can't remember. They they did a tournament when Cedric Alexander was was in the that was finals.
1: The of, classic, yeah. That that was that, that, was, that the was yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And at the end of it, the crowd was just chanting, "Sign yeah. him, Hunter!" And Hunter came yeah. out, with thumbs up. And I was like, "Yeah, God, I love this. I yeah. I love it."
1: But yeah, you no, know, again, he is such he is such a good guy. Like I have no, I've got nothing but good good things to say about him like in terms of having him as my boss it was an absolute pleasure It really was it really really was he he was you know, and he was so hands on with everyone always had time to like you, you could literally ask him a question he would literally be running halfway across the building to go and do something if you had a question he would literally stop and he would you would have his full undivided attention like He's, is you know he is fantastic he really is See, i mean the, the whole team are you know like him hunter uh, matt bloom sarah harry uh, norman smiley um you know, just all like, it was such a fantastic time because there was so many brains to pick and learn from. And whereas before I didn't really appreciate it because I was, you know, i am trying to think, I'd, I'd, I'd only been in maybe nine years at that point, eight years when I first got signed. So I, I hadn't matured wrestling wise, but then to get there when I got there this time and I'd be, you know, I'd, 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 you know, I'd got released, I'd come back, I got in really, really good shape. And then just, you know, I was having some really good matches on the indies. Um, And then, you know, so just my, then when I got there, I was so much more appreciative because it was the second time. So I think that's, that's why for me, it was so much better. And just, you know, um, Terry Taylor ended up being my mentor. So just, you know, it was, it was such a good time. It really was really, really good time.
0: See that's that's good leadership. Talking about a hunter, talking about and you mentioned Regal, which I, I've I've been I
1: Well, think. I had the pleasure to uh he did actually have a hand in training me. So I've known I've known Mr. Uh, Regal.
0: Really? But, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, I've 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 not, trying to think. Uh I first went over to uh the Blue Bud Wrestling Academy in Atlanta. I went over there uh I would do like three months, come back home, go back out there, come back home, go back and you know, so I did I did that for I think it was it was about what three or four, three or four times I did that, and this was, you know, I've, again I had the, I had the, I had the extreme privilege of getting to train with, uh, with, with Chris Benoit on, on one of those occasions, so I, I, you know, I got the chance to work with my idol, you know, so again, obviously how that ended was awful, and you know, but just you know, it, he's always going to come up because he was, he was the reason that I got into pro wrestling, and yeah, it's. I hate the fact that I have to keep that quiet because obviously of what happened. Because you know, I, you yeah. know, we no one will know why. That's just one of that. Just you know, I, again, we can all speculate. Um, so I don't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, but just you know, that's not. It's not something I really like to, to talk talk about because it was such a big part of my life when I was first broke in.
0: Well, re- so, I remember. I remember watching. I was in the. I was in the navy, uh, when when that tragedy occurred and i remember mm. watching the the raw after it happened before details got released before the details
1: came out yeah was- yeah and it
0: was it, i remember vince coming out in that empty arena yeah and and they had the vignettes which i, I it, it sounds morbid as fuck but i, I love the yeah. vignettes when somebody passes and the and the talent sit there and they're like and they remember yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a great tribute um but but i remember regal on that show mm-hmm He's the one that mentioned something on air. Yeah, he he, he just like kind of just cut his interview off, and he was like, "That's all I'm gonna say." Yeah, he was like, "Oh, that was weird." And, and then, then that
1: yeah. yeah, so yeah, just uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Anyway, but anyway,
0: yeah. Anyway, yeah. moving on. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, but the the leadership what you're just talking about with Hunter and Norman Smiley and everything. I mean, that's that's what you want to see from good leaders. And yeah, I yeah
1: like. All of those, I mean, and, and you know, and, like, and the coaching staff now, like, now they've got Fit Finley, you know, like, <laughs> which you know, so it's, you've, you know, it's, you, you literally have some of the best performers in the world. And, and again, a lot of people only know Norman Smiley from his days in WCW. Yep. But if you, if you ever get a chance to see him when he was Black Magic in Mexico, <laughs> you know, just legit, like, he literally was Sam Jackson from Pulp Fiction. But the yeah. wrestling, like he was fantastic. No one really sees that, which is a shame. Like, no, no, he's not going to be known for that, which is a shame because I mean, was like in the in the mat or on, sorry, in the ring, right, and on the mat, like he was, he was flawless. He was so good. Oh, so just that's you know. and Also, you have uh, Robbie Brookside and Johnny Moss there as well, uh, the two lads from England. um Brookside, but you know, was Regal's tag partner for God knows how long. Just know they've been like best friends still to this day. So, like, if if you go to the PC and you can't get better, then you literally just need to go and jump off a bridge or shoot yourself or something. Because, like, there is no reason to not get better. There really isn't, like, every tool or, you know, everything you need to get better is there. Like, there really is. It's, you know, and it is. It is, it's you know, it's a tough place, but it is it is a very special place. So, and just for me, during that time period of when, and NXT was firing on all cylinders like it was it was it was never a uh, oh I've got to go in today it was always fuck yes I can't I cannot wait to go to work today there was never a day when it was like oh I don't want to do this no it was never like that
0: oh that's that's awesome I, I love seeing the in the past 10-15 years you've seen the, the bigger international talent wave coming in and it's been mm. fantastic yeah. I mean WWE started it with the radicals and Mysteria yep. stuff like that. And every now and then you'd see like, I I think I saw a Jushin Liger match in W. It's yeah, Tyler
1: man. Breeze. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <It's> yeah. Like-, <laughs> but, like Walter coming out this past yep. WrestleMania. I mean, I, I haven't had the chance to really follow his career. Yeah. Um, But when his WrestleMania match with McIntyre and Sheamus was just godly. God. Yep. I mean, yep. oh man, can that man chop? Holy hell. <laughs> Jeez what um you mentioned benoit being your idol aside from benoit who has had the biggest influence on your career
1: um god fit finley uh mr regal um mark Mark rocco uh steve austin you know just the the whole uh, literally i literally took uh, you know i I, you know took stuff from fit like I took stuff from Finley, I took stuff from Benoit. You know, I took stuff from Austin. I took stuff from Regal. Uh, took stuff from Terry Taylor. Threw it in a blender and just, okay, well, let's see what pops out. So, and then obviously you have Martin Stunt. Um, you know, I, I always want, you know, I'm much more comfortable being a baby face. Really? Being a heel is is a lot of fun. Yeah. Being a heel is a lot of fun.
0: That I, I hear that so much adam adam cole we were we were sitting at a cigar lounge in lancaster like right before he left for wwe and he said he said i'll be a heel every chance i can
1: yeah but being a heel is really fun being a heel is really fun but um yeah so um again and just you know so i love that i love the wrestling style that you know it doesn't look pretty it just looks really gritty and it does you know it takes you out it takes you it, it takes you into that thought process of was that, was, was that a live round? So, like, for, like, my goal now is as long as I can literally give someone that feeling that I had when I watched uh, that match between Guerrero and Benoit when, I, when I've been watching Finley work and Mark Rocco and, and people like that, if I can make someone feel like I did, then I'm a very, very happy man, you know? Because, and again, you've you got to look at it. You have a dad turn up. He's got his wife there and he's got his four kids. So then you're looking yep. at tickets. Um, concessions t-shirts toys phone fingers whatever so by the time before that bloke's even sat down he's probably spent about 200 bucks oh so oh, yeah. i so i want to make sure he walks out and goes damn that you know show was great but uh, something different about my stone like yeah i'm going to come back next month and i'm going to tell my friends about it and then they're going to bring their kid you know so just my whole goal is to just make sure that people want to come back
0: oh. so and that, that it shows through your work. I mean, it shows just about every match that I've seen of yours. Man. I appreciate that. Thank you. It's fantastic. I, I remember you mentioned about <laughs> wondering if it was a live round. Uh, I remember being, I, I want to say nine or ten years old, and I somehow got my hands on a an Antonio an, an old Antonio Inoki match. Yeah. And and I remember sitting there being like, holy shit, You like, would beat the shit out of people. Yeah. You want to talk about a stiff worker? Holy <laughs> God, man! Oh, I miss those days. I did yeah, that.
1: I also really liked uh, all Japan in the 90s. like Terry Gordy. Oh. <laughs> his <laughs> match mat with Masala just uh, oh. like they 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 are, all they, they are all, all. they will always be watched at some point on my uh, on on my laptop. I will click on YouTube and go watch Terry Gordy. Oh, yeah. and say, that those matches were
0: absolutely t- outstanding. I always was always fascinated about the guys that that really they they weren't we'll say we'll call them like mid-carters here in the US. Mm-hmm. But then they went over to Japan and just exploded. Yep. Exploded. Yep. Um I know two Cold Scorpio went over there for a while. Yep. And then oh god, who am I thinking of? I can't remember. That's going to drive me nuts. I'll remember it 20 minutes after we get done. <laughs> yeah. With the yeah. yeah. Um, but some of the, I mean, it's so, that's one of the, another thing that I like about wrestling so much is that you have so many different styles all over. Yes. you got the Luchador yes. down in Mexico. You've got strong as shit style over in Japan. You've got what WWE and I'd say TNA are known for here in, in the States. Yeah. Yep. And then the European guys, I mean, oh, Balor. I mean, I yeah. I when he was yeah, phenomenal. Prince yeah. Prince Devitt.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he is absolutely phenomenal. He really is. I, and he's my, such a good bloke as well. Like, he, my he, favorite
0: ICW moment wasn't even a match. Um, The guy that owned it came out and Mick Foley was supposed to be the, the special guest enforcer. At that's the, right. Yeah. The yeah. Hydra. And he couldn't come and the guys are razzing him and then uh. Finn Balor pops up on the screen, and that place came unglued. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, that that crowd yeah. noise is uncomparable. Uncomparable.
1: Yeah, I uh, know. I mean, that and those fans were. I mean, I, I don't know what it's like now. I don't think it's the same as it was. Well, I haven't. I haven't been back, and I haven't watched. I haven't watched their stuff yet. But um, no, those crowds were just so much fun. So much fun. That's when it was fun to be a heel. Obviously, oh, sure. being being a Brit being in scotland there's obviously a lot there's you know with you know back back in the day england were a complete bunch of scumbags and literally tried to oppress every single country they could like you know which we were hated so to be a hill there was always a lot of fun Like it was yeah it was mm. real, real real good fun
0: what was your very first match in front of an audience
1: my very first match was uh in the old tv uh so what was uh i mean all right, it was called what it got when it was, and, and for reason, I mean, it got called World of Sport for some reason, but um, it was always just wrestling. So you had uh, you had Dale Martins and then you had uh, All Star, which were the two t- t- TV companies. Um, so I had made my debut in the original TV building, which was the fair, uh, uh, Fairfield Halls in Croydon. Horrible match absolutely horrible match i was not <laughs> i got thrown in like last minute i've been i've literally been i've been i've been training like maybe maybe two months and i've just got thrown in horrible tag match it was the guys oh, if it's out there please burn it so because it was absolutely oh, I'm, terrible. Gonna, I'm
0: gonna find it now yeah. i have to see
1: it you know i don't think because I, I mean I'm trying to think 2003 so the internet hadn't been around long <laughs> yeah so this right. this was bit this was before youtube and stuff like that so unless i, I mean i may have it on on vhs in my uh, mum's uh, loft back home but yeah that's i don't think, but it's just and again it was it was so bad and i was so disappointed i was just like right i never get in never doing the show until i'm ready
0: did you have a hard time breaking in
1: no really no. Yeah, it was very very straightforward. Um, I got noticed. My breakout match was maybe two two years later or after I debuted uh, against Samoa Joe, which is when he was on his uh on the he was doing his undefeated run on TNA. Yeah. Yep. So, but that was that was my breakout. Oh match. man, he's a talent. then. Oh, he yeah, he's amazing. Um, and again, that that was my breakout match, and then that was when everyone started to take notes. like, who's this guy? And then trying to think it wasn't good. yeah so then around about two two 2006 2007 is when i hit my stride and then that was when i got signed so
0: that's that's good i mean you always hear the horror stories of the territory days of people breaking in like um
1: yeah no i mean again my it, what, like obviously like years before so like back in the 80s and last when it was it was really really rough but no mine yeah. was you know, I I never had I, I didn't have I, I was never scurfed. I never had like trainers trying to beat the shit out of me or you know good or all like vets just being dicks in the locker room. I never
0: had anything like that. I was very very lucky. Piper, Piper was always really really open about his because he had a he had a hard time when he was coming. Yeah, up. yeah. And then and then Jake the Snake had his dad, which that's a
1: yeah, that's a god.
0: But I a, think my favorite my worms. favorite break in story was um down in down in florida when hogan wanted to come in yeah and then uh i i think it might have been jerry briscoe is either it was either jerry briscoe or the guy who owned the territory who like broke his ankle like completely yeah. broke on purpose yeah and then he came back and the briscoes were like yeah oh, maybe this kid's serious i'm like yeah, it, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah I've, I've never I've, I've never understood that no I've never i never understood that whole all right. Well, we don't want them here, so we're going to do everything we can to get rid of them because we don't want to give our spot. Oh, yeah, my.
0: you have to wonder though. Back then, you know, do you think Hogan's a different story? Hogan would have been a star no matter what, no matter. Yeah. What. But I mean, do you think that some of that led to the creation of these bigger stars? Like that played a, a pivotal role for him. Like I mean, we know it played Piper. Piper just gritted his teeth and went through it and made yeah. it. Yeah, you know? I mean,
1: yeah. It gives you an exceptionally tough skin, so that no, no matter what life, no 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 matter what gets thrown at you, um, you're gonna be, you're gonna be able to deal with it. So maybe yeah.
0: What um what's next for Mr. Martin Stone?
1: Oh, next for me. Um, so as much as I want to go full force and like <laughs> you know hit the ground running, I'm being cautious with my shoulder right now. Um, yeah. it's fine. Like I have no I have no issues with it. Um, I have full range of motion. Um, my strength's now come back. Um, So, you know, like, it was, I was off for two years and I couldn't work out properly. So, you know, I've gained weight that I don't like and stuff like that. So um, I'm getting myself back in shape, Uh, taking smart bookings and not trying to, you know, kill myself completely. Um, But, yeah, I'm getting to that point now where my confidence is really starting to come back. And I know once that's at 100%, I am going to be off to the races and I'm going to just, I'm going to make a tear. You know, again, i don't know how long i have left yeah uh, i've been, been doing this 20 years now so um haven't really got any uh, you know it'd be nice it'd be really great to do a tour of japan i've wrestled a lot of japanese guys but i've never been to japan really um, oh
0: that would be yeah, a cool yeah ne-
1: no i've you know i've wrestled the great mooter but you know lot like, but i've never i've n- never had the chance to go to the country um so yeah i would love the chance to do that um yeah, just for me right now, I, I just I just want to keep working, you know. So good for I, you. you know, I've I've had a real blast. So you know, and just those two 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 years were dark. Um, I mean, especially last year. Like last year could have gone horribly wrong because you know I did, uh, become, a bit too dependent on alcohol, um, you know. So been there. Yeah. So just you know, like it, it could have ended badly. It Really could have. Um, but a friend of mine reached out one day and just. You know, really helped. <laughs> it really, that's, really helped.
0: That's how I connected with uh with Jesus, Ricardo. He um he he has a promotion here, which is the only reason I wasn't up to see you the other weekend because mm. I wanted like, to yeah. well, think of his show. Um but uh he he put a post on Twitter out a few years back, maybe just a year ago, um, about wanting to get help for alcohol. And a guy here is a yeah. huge wrestling fan. And he owns a rehab center. His name's Chris Dreisbach. So he reached out to Ricardo. Yeah. He ended up moving here, and then through my own struggles with alcohol dependency, that's how I got linked up with Ricardo. And yeah, the MC in my big event in October. So I'm yeah, I'm, also, it's alcohol. Yeah, I mean,
1: I, again, I was I was lucky to the point that it you know it could have gone yeah to the point it could have gone to the point where I wouldn't be able to stop. Yeah. Luckily, it didn't get that. Thankfully, it didn't get that far good you That's know it didn't good. go that far just it was one of those like hey this is a warning you need to you know you need to fucking sort yourself out like <laughs> you know <laughs> just you know stop mate just you know stop making excuses and just you know stop so oh, again yeah. it's not I'm, I'm at that point where i could you know i could take t- take take or leave a beer if i drank one it's not going to make me drink 10 so yeah. i was like i got I, I was lucky because I, I got stopped at the right time because if, if i hadn't of yeah chances are it would probably be a, a another wrestling statistic you know that's that's the way it was going
0: yeah it's oh so man.
1: and it was just again it was because again it's so frustrating because you know i was you know i was i was working a shoot job that i absolutely hated um i you know i i, I was divorced so like, i lost my house i lost my dogs um, you know, I'm, you know, I had to rent a room because, you know, I wasn't making enough money to be able to like rent an apartment. So I was just stuck in a room, couldn't wrestle. Everything bad had happened. And then just, yeah. So it was, it, it could have gone very bad.
0: <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you came to <laughs> So much am tonight, I, that's yeah, for sure.
1: I. You know, it, again, I'm, you know, I'm glad I can look back, not look back, look back on it and laugh. That's not one to, that's, I don't mean anyone because, you know, I, I was lucky and people have, way harder times but i i'm glad i can look back on it and go okay i am never gonna be that low again
0: yeah so i remember i was it was that uh, icons of wrestling show where i got to meet jake the snake uh before i got to his table jake was sitting there and i had a beer in my hand. hands back when i was drinking this was i did I, I i officially burnt myself out on going to live shows in one weekend i got i was uh house of hardcore friday night front uh, icons of wrestling saturday oh wow front row for nxt takeover philly saturday night oh wow shikara front row sunday afternoon and mm. then sixth row for the rumble sunday night oh. in, in one weekend i was i was fucking dead <laughs> we like and it was the first it was the first women's royal rumble which the women did a
1: fantastic
0: oh, wow. yeah. Yeah, that, yeah that was great that one rousey ronda rousey day that's right yeah everybody came unglued i'm sitting there like i just want to fucking go home. like yeah. I, <laughs> I just i can't <laughs> yeah, i can't do yeah, any more yeah. wrestling but I, I i remember walking past jake and scott hall and i had a beer in my hand and i was like god i feel like shit just walking past these guys having a beer i yeah. you know they're staying sober um but yeah i mean <sighs> especially with you having 20 years in i mean that's that's a hard business to be in i mean all those days on the road everything
1: yeah just you know but you know i I get asked this a lot and they're like well you know it didn't work out like have you got any regrets would you do anything differently and i'm like no just you know unfortunately just it it just didn't work out It, it, it was what it was um do i feel that you know i'm I look back on my time there and I'm, I'm really happy, but I'm also like, I say, I say this a lot. I feel, I, I feel like I succeeded, but I also feel like I failed and it's only because it didn't end how I wanted it to.
0: I got to press you. How did you want it to?
1: Uh, literally all oh, this is going to sound so stupid. All I wanted to do was be able to be able to get on to the main roster so that I could have bought my mum's house just so she, like, she, has, yeah, she hasn't she got to be concerned about anything. That was literally all I wanted to do. That's a I wanted great to do reason. that. I wanted to do that. And uh, I never really wanted to do, I, I never, you know, I, I was never thinking, oh, I want to be at WrestleMania or anything like that. Only place I wanted to perform at was uh, the O2 Arena in London, which was, that's where it all started for me because that, that was where I first got signed. I, you know, I wanted to do that. I wanted to go home to like, a, a hero's welcome. Which I, I mean, I did get that. It wasn't at the O2, but I did get that when I got to do the uh, the, the the two the two day U, UK tournament in Blackpool because um, mm-hmm. I hadn't I hadn't been home and wrestled in a long time, and you know I got a great reaction then, and then you know I got got the great reaction when we did the uh, NXT UK tapings and stuff like that. So you know it was great to be able to go home with the company, but mm-hmm. I would have liked to have done it if it was Raw or SmackDown, you know. So
0: yeah, well here's here's the the question we'll we'll end on since we've been going for just about an hour now. Okay. Um the, the every time I have any wrestler on the show I, it it just goes like this. I'm I'm such a huge fan I'll relate everything I can to business, but I it, the time goes like that. Yeah. Um you said you wanted to make it to the main roster. Given that time when you were in NXT the main roster very few, I I it, I feel like a lot of people I don't want to say fizzled out, but weren't utilized correctly.
1: Yes, hundred percent.
0: So, do you think that? I mean, obviously the risk was there, but do you think that would have happened to you?
1: Um, maybe. Again, as, far as I say, I'll never know. <laughs> That's the annoying thing. I'll never know. Um, but I mean, again, at that time, it was never. I was never in. Like during that time period when it it was at its best, the thought never crossed my mind. Oh, I want to get called up
0: really that's interesting
1: during that time period never crossed my mind
0: that's really interesting
1: it was so good and again i mean i mean i suppose i mean i suppose i mean technically i did work on the main roster because obviously when i was doing two when i did 205 for i think i did 205 yeah i was on 205 for a year again Mm -hmm. i'm technically going because it was filmed with smackdown so i was i kind of i kind of did it but i kind of didn't (laughs) so it's
0: I think it's really interesting for from a fan's perspective because if if you were a fan back then, like we, I, mean, I remember so many people going up, and, and there were exceptions, right? Finn Balor, yeah, yeah. Kevin Steen, or Kevin Owens, yeah. Um, Shinsuke. I, I met Shinsuke at a at Ring of Honor War of the Worlds a few times. I, I fucking mm. love this guy.
1: Yeah, he's awesome.
0: Um, one but...
1: of my favorite matches on one of those shows was him and uh, him and Kevin Steen. That match they had was absolutely phenomenal.
0: There, man, it's it's a am- it's like amazing, Ke- like to Kevin. Me. Is- like oh, Kevin's
1: ridiculously good. Like just and he's he's the dude. Fucking worked Austin at Mania. Like, <laughs> like-
0: I, I was so ha- I tuned into that year at Mania just to see that.
1: Exactly what I did. So that was so that again that was during that yeah that was 2022. So I wasn't again I wasn't in a great place then, and
0: yeah. just because I couldn't wrestle, it wasn't
1: because I was bitter about. Oh, they let me go and fucked it. It was because I couldn't wrestle and I missed it so much. It was so painful to watch. I couldn't watch it. I'd get my. Seeing... I would start a show, I'd get maybe 10 minutes in, and then I'd start crying because I couldn't do it. So I, did, I just had to turn no. it off. So I, 2022 I was hard because I had, to, I had to let it go. I had to let what I love go, and it was hard to do. But and that, that match, had... I remember texting him and I was like, is it just the promo? And he's like, no. I was like, <laughs> oh. So then I was just like, okay, I'm going to tune in for that.
0: Yeah, that, that, that was...
1: I absolutely loved watching that. That was so much fun to watch. He, because he must have been like a kid on Christmas all the oh, way Oh, he through. had to have been. You know what I mean? It must have been. been the most amazing experience ever.
0: I remember watching... I mean, Ring of Honor, when Ring of Honor had its heyday, and this is after Feinstein left. This is when... um, I can't remember his name. Anyway. um, But they took over. And Ring of Honor became, I mean, a breeding... You want to talk about a breed NXT is the breeding ground for WWE. Ring of Honor at that point was breeding ground for NXT.
1: Oh, 100%, yeah. So you had Owens, Hero, Claudio.
0: AJ. Uh,
1: Cole, AJ, Roddy, <laughs> Kyle, Bobby. Like, oh, my oh.
0: God. It, it, I remember yeah. watching Steen and Generico. For those of you that aren't complete oh marks God. like yeah. Martin and myself, that would be Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and those those matches were just yeah i mean and and kevin owens doesn't have that that wwe look he does now yeah. because he's been in so long yeah man the matches him and Sami Zayn could put on in yeah. ring of honor oh my god and he had yeah. riscos which and
1: oh yeah and then obviously i mean and then again you like, i mean obviously what got ring of honor on the map and really made it take off was uh brian and, and nigel like those matches were just oh my gosh
0: yeah yeah nigel
1: yeah i mean again i, I, I think he he i think he went too hard
0: oh he, he absolutely feel, did
1: i genuinely feel he went too hard and he should have had a better ending
0: yeah but I think oh, he was oh, he, so, had...
1: he was so beaten up and you know like i was on the show in england when he first tore his bicep that was the start of that you know yep. um I, I was at the show backstage when you know he was headbutting the ring posts like just there was a lot of that's a yeah, lot well, of uh, that was what i was
0: about to say because um, a lot
1: of unnecessary stuff that he did but when I when i met adam would Clay, we, but would we be having this conversation if he hadn't have done that probably not probably
0: not so, no I, when i first met adam i was working at a car dealership selling cars this is years ago and uh, a buddy of mine was in the dealership and he friend requested me on facebook and I'm going through his profile pictures, and I'm like, shit, that's Adam Cole there. Yeah. So I, I texted him, and I was like, I don't – I said, is that Adam Cole by chance? And he's like, yeah, he's my roommate. He's my best friend. I've known him for, for years. I was like, oh, my God, that's awesome. He's like, oh, yeah. cool, you're a fan, this and that. And then a week later, he's like, hey, we're having a 90s party at my ha- at my house. Um, I talked to, to Austin. He said, you know, come on, come on over. Oh, wow, that's awesome. I was like, okay, cool. So I grab my my wife and we we get over there and I walk down and Adam is on the floor crotch chopping during a game <laughs> of, of beer pong. And and I was like, Oh, this is gonna be my kind of party. And then he he jumps up and he introduces himself and he was like, Hey, you wanna go upstairs and talk wrestling? And I was like, Fuck yeah, I do. This is great. Yeah. My wife's like, You are a you're a fucking child, you know that? I was like, <laughs> Yes, I am. Yep.
1: Yes, and I am.
0: Yep. He was telling me about some of about his experiences with Nigel, and it was just like, man, this dude really went hard.
1: Yeah, it, yeah. And no, then you, when, see, when you, you
0: see guys that have those energy levels, like, like Delirious. I know you wrestled Delirious and yep. Carr. Yep. He is a I don't know maniac. I don't know how he does it. Uh, he was at uh, Ricardo's show the other week when you were up at Hamburg, and or no, two shows ago and i remember watching him live i was just like yeah he's got to be on speed like
1: I, I, I don't know how he does it
0: and he's he, been doing he it for just
1: blow 20 up. years he doesn't blow up and he's doing that does that while he while he's wrestling? i don't know how harry doesn't blow up it sits. Oh, it's absolutely man. spectacular it really is
0: I, I just i miss the ring of honor the, those ring of honor days i hope tony yeah. khan does everything good i mean think i last story um there was, a, I think it was Jericho who was talking about, he did a, a tribute to Jay Briscoe after Jay passed away. Yeah. And one of the questions that arose is, you know, why Why did the Briscoes never make it to WWE? Because they would have, and I think they had like one enhancement match or one dark match. Yeah. Um, but Jay would always tank the negotiations. <laughs> yeah. So like Jay, Jay would go in, or they they'd be getting ready, and um Mark would be like, All right, shut the fuck up. Yeah. When we walk into this table, shut the fuck up. We're gonna get so much money, we're gonna go to WWE, shut the fuck up. Yeah, right. And as soon as they walk in the door, Jay would go, We're not fucking leaving Ring of Honor. <laughs> every single every single time. I was like, That's fantastic. That's loyalty right there. Yeah. Oh man, I love it. All right, well. Mr. Stone, uh, thank you so much for being on this show. It, well, it's...
1: thank you for inviting me on, man. This is, this, is, this has been, you know, uh, I feel that my story needs to be told so that people don't make the wrong choices that I did. Um, so just thank you for allowing me to share.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's been a, a huge honor for following you as long as I did. And then, like I said, I, I saw that you were going to be at the field house. And I'm like, I'm going to reach out. I'm, I'm big on, on swinging <laughs> some shots. It, yeah, no, you I, answered I, yeah. me. This, was, this came together in like 12 hours. Yep. Last yeah. Last night we were like, all right, let's do this shit. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. So uh, lastly, where can people find you at?
1: Uh, I'm on Twitter as at StrongStyleBrit and the same handle for Instagram. Um, yeah, so just if you want to follow me on there, you'll, you'll keep up the date with what I'm doing. Or, um, you know, if I'm at shows, always come and say hi. Um, but just you know, to or to a, any fan that has bought a ticket or you know sat take, taking their time to you know tune in and watch me, I I really do
0: appreciate the support. Awesome. All right, guys, we will see you next week. Thanks for joining us this week on Slaying the Sale. If you're interested in knowing more about Kyle, make sure you head over to his website, TheSlaymakerMethod.com, and pick up a copy of his best-selling books. Then head to Facebook to join his private group. Slaymaker Sales Mastery to become the number one salesperson in your company. And until next time, remember to keep slaying the sale.